Well, hello, friends. Welcome to my podcast, The Wedding Artist Diaries. I'm Cheryl Maurice. I'm a live wedding painter throughout the UK. And this is my very first podcast post. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. If you've stumbled across this podcast, I guess you're either interested in a wedding artist for some reason. Perhaps you're a bride looking to book a wedding artist, or maybe you're an artist yourself and you're looking at the possibility of setting up your own wedding art business. Whoever you are, welcome. I just want this podcast to be all about having a chat, letting you know my thoughts. I'm in no way an expert in the wedding art world. In fact, I was very naive when I first started out a couple of years ago. And so back then, I wish I had somebody who I could speak to. I wish I had somebody speaking to me and just giving me guideposts and putting me on, on the right path. So I'd like to be that person for somebody else because as wedding painting and wedding art becomes more popular in the UK, more and more artists are popping up and it's great for them. But I'd like to be, I'd like to build a community, community over competition where people can just feel free to just chat, just share their experiences. And we have a wealth of knowledge and gold between us. We can make wedding art and wedding painting a whole new thing. There's so many opportunities out there. So maybe I should start by telling you a bit about me, <laughs> who I am, where I've come from, where I am and what I've been doing. So I'm Cheryl. I live in Fife in Scotland, which is not too far from Edinburgh. I have been a working artist for about 10 years. And I say working artist, I mean, I've been painting for people doing commissions. I've been doing pet portraits. Um, I've been painting people's stories. It's kind of a little thing that I fell into that came out of my, my Etsy shop and my Not in the High Street shop. Painting people's honeymoon, painting people's special memories, painting people's aunties. <laughs> Art was always my side hustle. For I, I also have a, a, a nursing career. Um, so I was building up my art business on the side and nursing was my, my main bread and butter job. Um, until just before the pandemic, I opened up a shop. I had a little, I had this beautiful little um, like Victorian style shop that I rented. And my idea was to turn it into a little gift shop and sell some of my art pieces, my cards, my prints. And I was going to um, do painting classes, group painting classes for people. I just, I love I love to not so much teach, but I love to just get people involved, get people involved in art. The shop opened. It was beautiful. It lasted, it lasted about three or four months until COVID came along and closed it down. <laughs> so no more gift shop for me. And really, I actually had to just go back and be a nurse during the pandemic, um, which was fine. But then the artist in me was was crying out again and around that time probably in 2021 I discovered wedding painting I saw it online I think I don't know I, I can't actually recall where I saw it what I saw but I saw somebody online in America somewhere painting at somebody's wedding and I thought bing wow I would love to do that I really would love to do that that's what I do I paint people's stories I paint people's engagement pictures 
how cool would it be to just go to a wedding and paint for people at their wedding? Wow. And I, and I can paint super fast. I can also paint quite fast. So this kind of seed took root at the time. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I started to research it. I thought, well, people must be doing it other places. Where, where do they do it? I, I, I did find some artists in the UK who were wedding artists, who were very good wedding artists. Um, mostly down south. I couldn't really find anyone up north in Scotland. But there was lots and lots of wedding artists in America. So, you know, what's big in America, what's fashionable in America, soon, quick, very quickly makes its way over to London and then out out forth into the into the UK. So I thought, well, if they're doing it there, it's going to come here. And if it's going to come here, then I want to do it and, and I will do it. <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to do, but I knew that just being a wedding artist just felt like something I was I was created for. So I researched and I researched some more, you know, what equipment would I need? How much was it going to cost me? Am I good enough? Can I, can I actually paint people? Can I paint people's faces? What's my style? Would people like my style? Would people hate my style? Would people even book me? Where would I find brides to book me? How would I market myself? What would I call myself? Just all these ideas kept going through my head all the time. And so in all my planning, um, I just didn't feel like there was anyone who I can ask for advice. There was, um, I was just watching other people do what they do, you know, online in America and, and elsewhere. And I just didn't feel like there was anyone that I could reach out to who would give me advice. Like nobody, I knew nobody in the wedding industry. I didn't really have many artist friends either. So it's just kind of a matter of, of winging it. <laughs> And let's face it, since the Renaissance, artists have been copying other artists. That's what we do. That's how we learn. In fact, not even in the, just in the art industry, people copy each other. They see somebody do it. They say, I can do that. If they can do that, I can do that. And so I did what I knew how to do. I picked um, a handful of artists who were doing what I wanted to do at the level I wanted to do it in. They were mostly in America. And I just copied their template. And I just kind of watched what they did, copied copy their template. Um, and that's how I learned. I learned on the job. And I made a ton of mistakes. <laughs> because the thing that I didn't realise is that if you want to be a wedding artist, you have to navigate the wedding industry and not just the art industry. So two years down the line, and I've got a whole bunch of weddings now under my belt. I've learned so many things that has shaped the artist that I am today. Um, there are things that I don't do now that I used to do. There are things that I do do now that I didn't think to do before. <laughs> I'm sure anyone in the wedding industry can relate to that. I'm definitely nowhere near where I want to be, but I do feel a lot more confident in my ability. I feel a lot more confident in, in my own art style and I feel a lot more confident in my, my dealing with clients and my dealing with people I encounter in the art industry. One thing I keep going back to is what's my why? You know, why am I doing this? Why, why am I wanting to build this wedding painting business? Because really, I, I don't actually have to. I can always just go back to my, my job as a full-time nurse in the NHS. 
but I don't want to do that because I love, I absolutely love my job as a wedding artist and I love this little business that's growing every month and I love the challenge of building my business. I just love serving like the people who come to me, the brides and the the guests at the wedding. I love chatting to them. I love meeting new people. And I just love having this, this new life working in a happy job. I do love my job, but there has been times in the past couple of years as this business has been growing that it has been tough. I have had some challenges to face, I've had some problems to solve and there have been times where I just feel like I've been physically exhausted I'm doing everything by myself, physically exhausted with travelling, physically exhausted actually at the wedding on the job, <laughs> just painting for far too long and I just can't paint anymore. Painting actually, I've, I've discovered, sucks the the glucose out your brain I'm sure because I get very very hungry when I'm at weddings very very thirsty I forget to to hydrate and it's very tiring at the end of the night so I won't I won't drive anywhere after a wedding anymore so I think the biggest mistake I made at the start of me building my wedding business was I was I was so excited about growing my business I just said yes to everything (laughs) I was the yes girl any offer of a wedding job that I was given, I said yes to. And that even if it was miles and miles away, I would I would work it out somehow. And so consequently, in 2022, last year, I was met with the challenge of just travelling all over the UK, up and down, here and there. And that led to just burnout a little bit by the by the later part of the year. I think I also had a mental battle with my pricing. There was, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the prices that I was charging as I first um, started out as a wedding artist. I tell you what, they got a good deal. <laughs> they got a great deal. <laughs> oh my word. But we learn and pricing artwork is such a minefield. It's such a hard job. And just to know your worth, to to price it according to your worth and all this. This is a completely different podcast um, for another time with somebody who I can bounce ideas off. Anyhow, thanks for listening to me for just a little while here. And I am now going to go off and try and find some people who work in the wedding industry they may or may not be artists already, who can share their experiences and how they grew their business. I'm going to think of some questions that you might like the answers to. Um, and if you have any questions for me, please get in touch. You can email me at paintmylovestory at gmail.com. I'd love to know your thoughts. I'd love to know what you'd like um, to hear us chat about. And in the meantime, happy painting. Happy painting.